Hello, everybody. And again, welcome to the KCAST podcast. I'm Chris Eckenroth. Thanks so much for listening. Today, we are in Revelation chapter 21 and chapter 22. As we begin, let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so very much for the words we find in the closing chapters of your word. Lord, give us understanding, we pray. Lord, Hit us in our hearts where we need to be hit. Lord, highlight the things in our lives where we need to turn to you. We love you. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, amen. In our last podcast, we learned that the new Jerusalem has now descended and is sitting on the desolate earth. Where is Christ? In the holy city. Where are the redeemed? In the holy city. But outside is Satan and his evil angels who have been loosed to deceive You see, all of the unrighteous, the wicked, have been raised from the dead, and now Satan deceives them to put them into ranks and into divisions and in order to attack the city of Christ and Christ himself. But at the moment they're about to attack the city, something happens. Christ stands up. Christ is seen in the sky holding the Ten Commandments, and, and everyone is stopped. And the Bible says that the unrighteous are judged according to their works, And fire rains down from heaven and devours them. It devours the wicked, it devours the evil angels, it devours Satan. Chapter 21, verse 3. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they will be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. God is dwelling with the redeemed. Things are different. It says this in verse 22, and I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city has no need of a sun or the moon, nope, in it, for the glory of God illuminates it. The Lamb is its light. Verse 25 says, its gates shall not be shut at all by day. Don't need to shut it. There's nothing to worry about. Then it throws in this little tidbit. There shall be no night there. You see, this place is different. It's different from the experience we have had on earth. It says this, that God himself who is dwelling with us, verse 4, will wipe away every tear from our eyes. Listen to this declaration. There shall be no more death. Amen. No more sorrow. No more crying. No more pain for for the former things have passed away. It's a new day. Verse 5, Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Jesus the Creator. Genesis chapter 1, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Back to Matthew, after the falls, he calls his disciples. Matthew 4, he says this, Follow me, and I will what? make you. The creator cannot deny himself. It is who he is. And he goes back to work as he recreates a new heaven and a new earth. Notice some of the descriptions found in chapter 22, beginning in verse 1. And he showed me a pure river of water, the water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from where? The throne of God and of the Lamb. 
In the middle of its street, on either side of the river, was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruit, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. There was no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and the servants and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. Remember, it shows ownership. It also shows his character recreated in us. There should be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. What an amazing picture of the throne of God, the throne of Christ. This river that proceeds from the throne, this tree of life, every month there's a new fruit that we can partake of it. What a beautiful picture of newness, of the new earth, the new creation, what Christ has been preparing and just wants for us to experience with him. Here's what he says. Here's what Jesus says in verse 16 of chapter 22. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you. Wow. Take it personal. Jesus sent his angel that these things will be written down so that you and I would know. I've sent my angel to testify to you these things. We slide back to verse 6, which must shortly take place. It is in this final chapter, in the final book of the Bible, in a book called The Revelation of Jesus Christ. Where Jesus says in verse 7, in verse 12, and in verse 20, the same thing. These four words, he reiterates them three, three times, these four words. Here they are. I am coming quickly. That's verse 7. Verse 12, I am coming quickly. Verse 20, I am coming quickly. Do you know what that means in the literal Greek? That he's coming quickly quickly. Friends, Jesus will soon return. It is here in this final chapter that Jesus gives this invitation, not once, but twice. Verse 17, he says this, come, come. It's reminiscent of the words that he spoke in Matthew chapter 11, when he said, come, Unto me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There is an invitation right now from Christ to you. It is to come. And he promises to give you rest. Is there an area in your life that you need to say yes to that invitation? To come to him? to lay at his feet in humility and ask for forgiveness, ask for his power to be in your life and to make the difference. That is the gospel message. It is the power of Christ in your life and in my life to do for me, to do for you that which I cannot do for myself. That's the gospel, the power of Christ living in and out of me and you. Friends, we come to the end of this podcast series in the book of Revelation. I pray that it's been a revelation of Jesus Christ. He's coming soon. And his invitation to you and to me and to everybody we come in contact with is, come. 
This is the KCAST podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.